Hi, my name is Louise Brockman. I'm the founder and CEO of the Advisory Board Centre and here with uh, our Advisor Insights interviews. And I've got the pleasure of having Wes Hall, also the founder and CEO of Tomorrow Super. Welcome, Wes. Thanks, Louise. Good to be here. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed hearing your story uh, the, the other day when we um, had an event in Sydney and so we had to capture it and do it again, Wes, so, uh, so thank you for doing this. But maybe you could always just start off with uh, finding out a bit about your background and why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, so I've been in um, financial services for 25 years. Um, I've always sort of been um, interested in kind of innovation and and kind of getting stuff done and, and you know, naturally that sort of leads in this world sort of, you know, sort of things that are a bit digital and sort of a bit innovative. So, um, you know, I created Australia's first ever robo advice engine 20 odd years ago. Um, that seemed to be to, yeah, pretty innovative at the time and it's been a few other things where I've um, been able to just, you know, play along the wealth management value chain um, across four different continents. Um, and, um, yeah, I was, I was kind of, intrigued enough about you know why people didn't care enough about their super um yeah almost four years ago um to the point where i went well you know uh, maybe I, maybe I, I could be part of that part of the solution rather than part of the problem so that was sort of foundations for for tomorrow super you know my my, my little business it's a, it's a very exciting time and and um you've got an advisory board and forming your advisory board now what was the catalyst for that wes um it's it kind of it felt um, it sort of just felt like it, it evolved. It was, um, I'm very aware of, um, of, of having a lot of like people working on one thing, just coming up with the, like the, the same sort of ideas. And so I've always been a big believer of, of diversity and, and yeah, I think yeah, gender diversity is important, but, but diversity of, 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 of any background, um, yeah, ethnic backgrounds, but also, um, um, just different vocations is, is really important to be able to bring to, to, to a problem, right? And so, um, and so I felt um, with the, the small and dedicated team that we had that uh, perhaps we could bring in some other, other insights. Um, and so, um, and, I, and I felt like, you know, maybe the traditional kind of board um, probably wouldn't, it doesn't naturally lend itself, I think, to um, a, a more frank conversation because you kind of get, you get, Kind of caught up in all the normal stuff, and so I was kind of I was, I was talking to a few people about that problem, and and um, uh, a few people said oh, it, it sort of said, "Oh, have you considered an advisory board?" And I'm like, "I don't know, yeah, that just I don't know what that means, or you know, how does that really work, and what's what's it mean between a board and an advisory board?" And so I kind of lean into that a bit more, and and um, um, uh, fortuitously, I came across out um, a guy who later became the chair of our advisory board, Andrew Murray, um, and. Um, I know he's a part of the advisory board centre, and so um, he helped educate me a bit about what, you know, what an advisory board might, might be able to bring. And, and um, been uh, just on just on twelve months, and it's um, delivered everything I wanted and, and, and more. I've been really really pleasantly surprised about um, you know, how how it's helped us along. And so, um, uh, how has it made a difference to you, Wes? Uh, yeah, it's. Um, the bit that was probably most unexpected, but it's probably been the most valued, is just the support. And I think when you're um, when you're starting out in a in a, a small business, um, um, it can feel like it all all sits on your shoulders at times. Um, and to have um, uh, four other advisory board members who who can help um, 
uh, yeah, lighten the load at times when there's there's a lot going on, uh, but also just kind of go well. Now you're actually doing a really good job. Is kind of it's it's good to hear sometimes, right? Because it just feels like it's just a million and one problems, and you're just having to deal with you know so many of them. And so um, that's probably one of the challenges I have as a leader. As I am, um, I just kind of you know I, I focus on kind of what the problem is, resolve it, and then kind of move on to the next problem. And and it's nice to be able to have some people that can t- kind of help sort of yeah, recognise those milestones as you hit them and, and kind of reflect on that and kind of yeah, that in itself provides some renewal. Um, but, but yeah, I think, yeah, outside of the support, um, it's, yeah, it's, again, it's a you know, diversity of thought, um, the, the network as well, like just being able to um, uh, yeah, be able to sort of tap in, you know, I've, I've got this kind of problem, do you know anyone who might be able to help? And so it's not, not that I'm necessarily asking the advisory board to do all the work, but rather they might know someone else who, has come across that problem before and can help to help to solve to that. Mm, yeah, they're a handy group of people to know um, and to tap into. Can I just um, uh, ask you uh, around this whole thought leadership thing and the diversity? What's the difference of having an advisory board when it's designed as a thinking system with multiple people around the table at the same time versus having a one-on-one conversation with with one one person supporting you? Yeah, the. Um it was that sort of interplay you get between the, the different individuals. Um, and so um, I can go in a place where I, you know, I may not have envisaged, right? And if you, I think if you've, you've set up this environment where um, it's, it's, there is an open discussion, you've kind of got a, a chair who's you know, allows things to kind of flow. Um, yeah, that it's you do get that benefit of this kind of this this cross pollination of kind of you know insights and and you know and experience that people have. Um, mm. Yeah, that's that this um the the role of the chair is kind of important, right? To kind of get that balance in that you know how do you let a conversation flow? But um, um, and those of us that have been in corporate life a bit, like sometimes you kind of be a bit wary of that. It's like oh well, it's just going to be a big talk fest, and so mm. but just kind of finding that balance is kind of really. Yeah, really important. Um, yeah, because you know you, you might you might think, oh, this is going nowhere for sort of five or ten minutes, but actually, kind of letting it sort of tease out a little bit can be really valuable, and you know, it kind of brings to that sort of that that thinking system that you sort of talked about. Yeah, it is interesting because the advisory board members, the external advisors, aren't in, in the business every day. So for them to have a conversation they've never had either before, it's uh, it's an interesting one for everybody being involved in it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, the um. Yeah, and so it's um, and that, and that's it's that's a challenge in itself, right? It's about how's is that, how much information do you give to the advisory board members because you kind of also want them to be sort of you know coming at it relatively fresh and 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 be able to kind of see from a different perspective rather than for me to try to fill in all the gaps along the way, right? So it's kind of useful just to sort of frame up a, a problem and sort of start to start to throw that around for discussion. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, so Wes, your tips. What what top tips would you give other business owners? Uh, well, I, I think I'd, I'd, um, you don't necessarily need to go with the first advisory board member that a participant or potential member that you come across. Um, uh, yeah, so talk to a few different people. Um, um, I think it's clear it's it's important to be clear on the expectations of the advisory board members up front. Um, so time commitment um, you know was was important how you get to uh, remunerate them what's in it what's in it for them and so that's it doesn't have to be a typical kind of you know like x dollars 
per hour or whatever it can be. You know, what, you know, what are the, what's in it? What, what are they looking for? Um, um, and I, I think it's part of this expectation setting with the advisory board as well is that um, I think advisory boards a little bit differently to normal boards in that or full boards um, uh, in that um, it can be transient. Like, and so um, it can be well, what's what what do you need for the business for the next six or twelve months? It doesn't necessarily need to be who are the advisory board members for the next five years. And so, um, and so um, it was helpful to to, to um, for for me and I think for the other advisory board members to say, well, for for twenty nineteen, what do you think the um, skills and experience that we need to be able to in, in, as part of an advisory board. Um, and then we, we did that exercise um, just after Christmas again and said, well, yeah, what do we think that looks like for 2020? And, and there was a lot of commonality, but there was also a lot of difference. Um, and so we're kind of then, you know, stepping back from that and going, well, um, the advisory board members in 2019 were fantastic, but, but you know, maybe we need to think about, well, how, to, how does that actually evolve? And so it might be, you might bring other people in, you might take some people off. It's, you know, that's, that's, that's sort of what you balance out. And I, but I think if, if you set that expectation up front, it's going to be, um, yeah, it's it's no, it's not the advisory board, advisory board member who might take up, who step off, hasn't done a good job. It's far from that. It's just the naturally evolve. Yeah, yeah, and that, that inherent flexibility is its strength, long term for the business to be able to make it fit for purpose for where they are. And yeah, yeah, Wes, what uh, what uh, tips would you provide um, advisors? Uh, yeah, well, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say I'd kind of that's a good question. I haven't thought too much about um, what tips I'd give the advisors, but I think you go, um, yeah, it, it's that. Uh, well, I'm you know, obviously with my own experience, um, I would say, you know, you know um, ask the person or the people that like how you can help. Um, um, I found that particularly helpful because like, sometimes you're reluctant as a as a part of the business, you'd like to ask for help. Um, and so if you kind of reframe that and, you know, I think that that makes it much easier to be able to kind of share. Um, um, I think there's, um, uh, it's just, it, and it, it's kind of, there's a, start, a style, there's kind of a way of working. And so I think it's kind of setting, it's trying to get a sense of kind of, you know, how different individuals want to operate. I think it's a good, good way to do it. Um, and I also think that, um, that what I love about advisory board is to sort of, it can have a, a, a degree of informality. Um, and so um, just being able to use, you know, modern technology tools. So we've got a, an advisory board member out of the UK and, you know, sometimes you think, oh, that'd be too hard with the time zones, but it actually works really well. We've got WhatsApp, you, you know, you Zoom, you know, you can turn things around overnight. Like there's, you can kind of make that work with the sort of the modern environment that we operate in. And notwithstanding, we're all working from home at these days, right? Like it's, you know, how to use different, how to use different technology tools to, um, to sort of enable the, uh, the business to be able to progress forward mm, and and this is where the skills of a chair um, really um, come into play to be able to navigate the technology bit and get and get the most out of out of the environment for the owner yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. yeah. yeah. Wes thank you yeah. so no worries Louise I would, I would acknowledge though the um, the role that the advisory board center has been um, been a really uh, positive one for for our business. So not only is our chair one of our other advisory board members, is also a member of the advisory board. So, um, that's been great because it's brought um, um, some structure to it, and and you know for us to as an owner have never never had any experience at advisory board before. It's been great that you know there's a, um, a, you know, a, 
a, a method and some, some things that are now written down and seen increasingly with what you shared the other night, right? It's kind of, it's just, it seems really simple. And so um, that's great that, you know, that um, companies such as, as mine and, and, and others in the future get a benefit from the great work that, that you're doing, the advisory boards. Thank you so much, Wejong. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. And look forward to continuing to support you on your journey as well.